This is the ZMAR Podcast. Elite Benefits of America helps small and mid-sized companies with their health insurance programs. And now, your host, Butch ZMAR. Hey, welcome back to the ZMAR Podcast. We always bring really great guests on that are working with uh, mid-sized companies or any type of company that's out there that needs to improve things in the workplace. Today, I brought Amanda on that's going to talk about her company, and we're going to talk about some of the problems she solves. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Butch. Yeah, good to yeah. see you again. Yeah, good to see you again, too. Can you give our audience a little bit of background and introduction to yourself and your company? Sure. So I am the founder and CEO of a company called Cornerstone Paradigm Consulting, which might be a mouthful, Um, but here at CPC, which is our acronym, uh, we are an industry agnostic business operations consulting firm. We are a global firm, uh, so we have very few limitations as to who we can help um, and how we can help them, but we cover end-to-end business operations. That means companies that feel stuck. Um, you know, in redundant processes or kind of feel like they can't scale and grow. Um, We really go in, get to the root cause of what's going on and solve those issues. We focus on things like manual processes, customer experience, customer service, patient experience, depending on the industry. Mm -hmm. And so um, we really, we really do. We, we look at everything. We pull back the layers of the onion as as it were, right? Obviously that's a mouthful and there's a lot that goes in uh, involved in it. And I know there's certain, you had mentioned even before we got on, there's very, there's not too many people that do what you guys do in in the country, which is phenomenal to even think about because you think that there would be more of the people, but of the few that I do know, I mean, there's only a couple actually, but I know one guy always says, I know your problem before you know it. And uh, he's like, I see your pain before you even feel it. And by the time you come to me, you're already knee deep into it. Let's talk about some of these employer pains from scalability. They're wasting uh, time and money and efficiencies. You get a company that starts, they have this great idea. We get moving, products are moving or whatever their services um, that they're providing. And then finally, it gets to a certain point where I would call the tipping point, right? Like the law of diminishing returns is another way to put it. Can you just walk? I know on your website, you have a lot of information and there's a couple of steps that you outline on there of some of the things that you walk your clients through when you're going through that scalability. Yeah. So what's really interesting is um, we're a little bit different than the person that you referenced. So Mm -hmm. we actually don't know what your problem is. Oh. I know what you think your problem is. I know what I think your problem is. And we look to solve right mm-hmm. that problem. But mm-hmm. the problem really is a symptom, which is mm-hmm. how I like to kind of position it. Good point. Good it's, point. It's kind of like, you know, I have, I have a headache. Does that headache mean, you know, you have a brain aneurysm or, a, you know, some, you know it, it doesn't. It's a symptom mm-hmm. of something else. Um, and so... For us, we kind of have to go into any situation when a, when a client comes to us and says, I'm having this issue. We let them know, like in most settings, a consultant, a business process consultant, business operations consultant will say, oh, you have this issue. This is how we'll solve it. And they'll just go and buy that technology or, or what have you and solve mm-hmm. the problem that you believe you have. Our approach is slightly different. So I've been doing this a long time and I know that Anytime a client is feeling a pain point or, or a symptom, it's a part of a much larger issue. And so when we take our approach, it's, it's kind of covering the entire gamut of the business. Mm-hmm. It means shadow IT, 
That means your technology stack. It means your processes. It means customer experience. It means the employee engagement. It means everything. We have to look at everything. Your onboarding mm-hmm. process, right? Everything, literally mm-hmm. everything. And then we'll say, okay, Butch, you're feeling these that symptom because of this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about what we've uncovered, how we can solve it. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we obviously take it all the way into implementation. Yeah, so sure. When you're going through the evaluation of that, like some of our listeners would uh, probably be curious because I was curious when you were talking is like, how long is that process to uh, take to actually come up with an a- analysis or a report saying, uh, here's your pain points or here's where, why you're having those symptoms? What kind of time frame that is involved in that and how much engagement with the staff to get the information you need? Great questions. Um, I think there is a little bit of a misconception that the assessment, as it's sometimes referred mm-hmm. to, we call it discovery, Um, is quick. It's a couple of days. We spend two, three hours. It actually takes hundreds of hours Mm -hmm. to pull together all of the data. I want to look at all of the documents, reports, onboarding. I want to look at everything pertaining to directly and indirectly to the symptom, right, that you came to us for. Right. Um, Then I want to talk to the team and I want to observe. And sometimes Mm -hmm. observing can be done virtually, like if you're in another country or... Um, you know, you are a remote business or what have you. Um, mm-hmm. And so we say hundreds of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking to your IT team. I want to know your tech stack. I want to know, mm-hmm. you know, the relationship between all of your technology. What, you know, do they talk to, to do, the, do the pieces of technology talk to each other? So right, it does. Right. It takes hundreds of hours um, mm-hmm. of our time. Mm-hmm. But the demand on the client is usually it's an hour or two. Here and there, you know, mm-hmm. I'll interview you maybe this week and then you won't hear from me for another two weeks. Yep. yep. Um, you know, and so we don't try to disrupt the business as we're mm-hmm. doing our sort of investigation, if you will. Right, right, right. Um, but the end result is usually pretty eye-opening. I I've I've never presented a map and all the findings and had anyone say, I knew that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, uh, like it's always I'm, like, oh my God. I'm sure. I'm sure. And, 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 you know, before we went live here, you were sharing a story with one of your, your current clients and uh, you helped them move to a process and bring some things even in house instead of outsourcing. And um, you end up helping them save millions. I think you said millions of dollars in the process of building everything from end to end and then having an efficiency so they, they could start scaling once again. So again, you know, the initial, the initial discovery does take a really long time Mm -hmm. and that's obviously deliberate. Um, Mm -hmm. We want to really understand current state completely, even the current state that you don't even know is your current state. Um, And then it answers a lot of questions that help us in this case, years down the line. Right. So I understand their process. Mm -hmm. I've never even seen it. And I can say, Butch, you know, are you doing this, this, and this? And you'll obviously come to the conclusion that you're not. Mm-hmm. And then we'll work, we'll walk through it. We'll work through like why, you know, why we designed it this way, why this works best and how we can help you adopt that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and in most cases, millions of dollars is being very, uh, you know, modest, you know, we can save tens of millions, hundreds of millions in some cases. Um, just depending on how big the company is and how big the problem is, right? Hey gang, ever wonder what it's like to be a small business owner? It's confusing, weird expenses coming out of nowhere, and when you throw in health insurance, forget it. Nobody understands how that works. 
If you own a business, big or small, it's one of the biggest expenses you have all year long. And yet, we all wait until open enrollment at the end of the year, and then we think to ourselves, next year, next year I'll get a jump on it. And then it's another year of paying way too much. If you're a business owner, big or small, HR representative that wants to impress the boss, give Butch Zemar of Elite Benefits of America a call. Save yourself or your boss thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars a year. Reach out to Butch right now, 708-535-3006, or shoot him an email, butch at elitebenefits.net. And be sure to check out the Zemar podcast. Don't wait till the last minute. Put Butch Zemar to work for you now. Is the process still the same to do the analysis if there's a merger or acquisition that occurs and make sure the process gets transferred or upgraded in some degree um, during the acquisition? Or, or do you take them down a different process to, to make sure that there's continuity with the acquisition? Yeah, so that, that's a great question. Yeah. So with an M&A um, case, it's usually, you know, I think some people can look at it as uh, one party wins and one party loses. Actually, we want to look at it as um, two environments are never going to be the same. And mm-hmm. so we want this new environment to win. It needs to be a win across the board. Um, and so it's now reevaluating, going through a discovery. How are we going to merge these two environments? A lot of the times it's for us to understand current state of the company that did the acquiring. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how can we fit this new uh, entity into your new organization? Because it is never going to be the same. It's never mm-hmm. going to operate as it did before you acquired that new company. And so um, it's about really merging the two environments into this new environment that will quite literally never be the old environment. It sounds like it's a complicated process, but obviously you and your staff make it uh, at least as simple as possible. And the other thing we were talking about before we jump on board that we, you would be surprised how many small, mid-sized or even large companies that don't have a process. Why is this? I mean, why wouldn't at some point they hire an employee that starts building on this? Um, is it just because they just get too busy with their business? What have you seen where some of those companies that don't have it and they, uh, they're at a size where they probably shouldn't? Yeah, I mean, um, unfortunately or fortunately, um, whether it, you're a small company, you know, you're just starting out, you're a one man, one man show, right, or mm-hmm. one woman show, mm-hmm. um, or you're a large enterprise, you'd be really surprised mm-hmm. um, how lack thereof process is in place, and a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, as the company scales and grows, turnover, people, new people come in, no one has ever standardized the process, and when you mm-hmm. hire. A new person to come in, they'll say, oh, I've been doing it this way for 20 years and right. they'll do it there. You know, so there's no one to really kind of spearhead the driving of the process. And this is how we do it. If you've seen, you know, and maybe this is a, a, an interesting example, but if you've ever been to like a fast food restaurant, they have a process. It is a part of the franchise that you do one, two, three, four in this way. And, you know, you follow their temperatures and they have it all written out. And that is why you know, like a fast food franchise can be successful and scale the way that they do because they have it written out where if you look at a company like a bank or an insurance company or or what have you, right? These really large hospitals, these really large enterprises, and you would think, oh yeah, they absolutely have a process, but Mm. nine times out of 10, they don't. Mm -hmm. Um, They have several processes 
Um, and there was no real consistency, which turns out to be a lot of bottlenecks, a lot of money wasted, um, tens of millions, hundreds of millions in some case wasted just because, you know, there's no one to really own it and say, no, actually, this is how we do it here and have someone frankly like me. And, and the person like me is going to take the longer way. You have to go through the whole thing. There is no technology, despite what anyone tries to sell you. There is no technology that will do it. I've seen them. I've had too many calls with them. Um, there is no technology that will replace someone like me to really go through the whole thing. And so it's expensive. It's time consuming, you know, and I get it, but supply chain insurance, no matter what, no matter what industry you're in, you're never going to get out of this without someone truly like me. And and, uh, obviously the ROI on it is going to be there. Now, during your course of work and building this, you somehow been able to carve out time uh, for a couple of things, but one one being is the, your CPC TV. And and then obviously you're doing interviews and bringing people on. And so for some, some that are maybe on the fence of looking at this, um, what are some topics that uh, you bring on? I know you and I are scheduled to do it sometime this year, but there's other ones that uh, between IT and other um, um, can can you give our audience a little background on how you came up with the podcast, yeah. so to speak, and then what what kind of audience uh, or what kind of um, guests do you bring on? I want to say it was probably last year sometime. Um, we had actually kicked off the CPC TV or the podcast um, mm-hmm. with the idea behind my one of my core beliefs, which is um, knowledge is power. There are a lot of people, certainly in my space, that aren't really true ops practitioners. Most people don't know the difference between someone who is a great problem solver, which, you know, it's not a dig to them. Don't send me hate mail. I don't want to hear it. Um, But like, it's not a dig to them. It's just they're not real practitioners like myself. Mm -hmm. And so they can do it for a few thousand dollars, right? Right, Um, right. And give you the assessment, you know, they can spend two or three hours or whatever. Right, right. Whatever. I don't know what they do, but, you know. And so I found that it was, you know, and we do spend or have spent in the past most of our time with large companies because Mm -hmm. they have a lot of antiquated systems and, you know, manual processes and so on and so forth. But the thought behind the CPC TV, similar to your show, Butch, is Mm -hmm. one, I think knowledge is power. We talk Mm -hmm. about business to business, and that can mean a whole uh, host of things. Insurance, IT, mm-hmm. wellness, employee engagement, HR, whatever it might be, we we are the goal is to to provide our our audience value and allow them to make that decision, and also to expose them to some of the people that are in my network. And so I might say, oh, okay, so you're looking for this kind of person. Oh, I actually have someone in my network who specializes in that, and if you want to meet him or her. You can see their interview on, on CPC TV and what they're actually like. And I think it allows, you know, the viewers to get a sense of who we are as people, you know, as folks like you and yep, I are interacting yep, yep. on mm-hmm. on your show or my show. Right. But I also think it it humanizes us and what we do. And for me, it's going to allow me to obviously clear up any misconceptions about and what you do. apps and PPI and business yep. processes. I know it's on LinkedIn a lot, if not your homepage, and I'll include links in the the show notes. And then you also figure out time. I don't know how you do it with your busy schedule, but you uh, you even have a spot on the website about you giving back, right? So that you guys yeah. uh, obviously do a lot of stuff. Some of it's running. We have a common interest in running, yeah. but but you have a lot of other events. And I tell you, uh, I just wanted to highlight that because 
at the end of the day, giving back is definitely where, where people prosper, not only financially, but also, yeah. but just in equity of being a human and, and the work environment that we work in. And so I just wanted to highlight that. And it looks like even 2022, you're still going, right? So uh, there's yeah. a lot of give back that you do. Yeah. And I think, you know, not even personally, it's important to me, but it also is professionally to share that. And and it's not to, to, to show off or to say, oh, you know, we've donated to this. It's more about who we are as a company, who I am as a person, who mm-hmm. I am as a leader, if I can call myself that. I don't, I don't even know. Um, but even our, our consultants that are, most of them are 1099 consultants, I encourage them. Mm-hmm. If you want to do something in the give back space, if you want to raise money for cancer research, if you want to run, right. If you want, mm-hmm. and by the way, I aspire yeah. Butch to be you. I don't know that that's <laughs> ever going to happen. Um, my running, you don't actually want to see cause not, not a whole lot happens there, but, um, but I think, you know, it's about thinking about pe- other people thinking, uh, getting outside of your own head, getting outside of your own space and doing something nice for someone else. Um, certainly is a part of our core. I've told my team, I have, people all over. Uh, and I told my team, like, you know, what do you want to do for give back? And, and I'm trying to reiterate that they don't have to do, you know, a marathon or like, or whatever they can do, whatever they want. Um, but, but no, I encourage it. It's, it's something important to me personally, as well as the work. Yeah. Well, this has definitely been, been great. And now if somebody was wanting to reach out to you to further the conversation that you and I are having about taking it from end to end and uh, evaluation or, um, scale um how do they get in touch with you and what's the easiest way to do that yeah so you can find me on linkedin um just amanda russo you'll see that i'm the ceo of cornerstone paradigm consulting or you can head to our website uh cpcchangeagent.com um yeah i mean you know probably linkedin i'm i'm on linkedin if it's not me it'll be one of my team members so Awesome. Yeah, great. I'll include them in the show notes. Uh, Definitely head over and see the CPC TV. Uh, I've catch uh, snippets of it and it's definitely great content and you're bringing on people that you work with and bring value to the employers that you work with. So I definitely appreciate your time today and I look forward to having you back on and maybe further the conversation and maybe we'll get you up in mileage with running and uh, be able to collaborate on that. Thank you well, so I look much. forward to all of that. I don't know about the running part again. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that anyone wants to see it. It's not, there's nothing to see, trust me. Uh, Butch is really the one who's crushing it in the miles space. But uh, 100 miles, maybe here it I come. your process. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. All right. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Butch, thanks for having me.